A paper tsunami is coming, and we need to be ready. Some of us have already experienced it, and many more will soon face the deluge. Our houses are full of paper, our parents' houses are full of paper, and some of us have grandparents' houses full of paper too. That's generations of clutter waiting to crash down on our unsuspecting heads. But there's a better way. You can ditch the filing cabinets stuffed full of documents that you may or may not ever need to look at again. You can find the papers that you do need easily, effortlessly, and without stress or drama. You can create a system for organizing your paper that actually works for you, not against you. I know because I was once where you are sitting right now, staring down a paper tsunami filled with dread and uncertainty and I've come out the other side. Why I care so much about paper. My name is Lisa Woodruff. Yes, I'm one of those crazy, productive, ultra-organized people you love to hate. Yep, I was born that way. My closets were always neatly organized, and I live for a finished to-do list. Sorry, But even I found myself completely flummoxed and overwhelmed when it came to dealing with one particular type of clutter, paper. My own personal paper tsunami came at one of the most chaotic times in my life. In the spring of 2009, my father, after being ill for nine months, was sent home with hospice care. He died just a few short days later. As I made the final four-hour drive home, I kept my mind busy making lists upon lists. My sister and I would need to make funeral arrangements. The house needed to be cleaned. Its contents dispersed and sold. Sooner rather than later was best, since neither of us had the means to hold on to it. The to-dos involved with settling an estate were overwhelming. A quick Google search helped with all but one major question. What to do with all the paper. My father's house contained a lifetime of paper, and each file would need to be sorted to settle the estate. Paper is tedious. The precious few days I had at my father's house were not enough to figure out what to do with each piece of paper, so I swept it all up and brought it home. Boxes and boxes of paper. With my sister finishing the physical distribution and sale of the family home, I set to work settling the estate paperwork. I never felt as overwhelmed as when I went through my father's files. Part of me felt like I was invading his privacy, worried I would find something he didn't want me to see. Likewise, it was hard for me to simply trash some of the paperwork that was precious to him, but meaningless to me, like his car catalog collections. Oh, those car catalogs. Beautiful cars were Dad's passion, and he kept meticulous files full of bulky paperwork all about them. Cars he'd owned decades ago, cars he wanted to own one day. That collection was his pride and joy, even though it had no monetary value or purpose. It was also the bane of my existence. So what happened to the bulk of Dad's papers? They sat there, in my home. Taking up physical space, yes, but more important, taking up precious mental and emotional real estate. My home was filled with my father's files, 
and boxes of memories that I didn't know how to process or enjoy. Every day was filled with anxiety. Something had to give. On New Year's Day, 2012, that's almost three years after Dad's papers landed in my house, for those of you keeping score, I made a vow to finally get all that paper in order. That included dealing with my own paper as well as my father's. Because I found very few books or resources that specifically addressed how to organize paper, I soon realized I was on my own. I took a deep breath, dug in, and for the next three months, through trial and a lot of error, I dealt with the paper, sheet by sheet. Even those out-of-date car catalogs, which I recycled in the end. Eventually, my home became close to being manageable again. I turned my paper problem into the paper solution. I started blogging about my experience with the goal of sharing advice with others facing the same sort of paper crisis. And people really responded. Some of them were like me, cleaning out a family house or a loved one's estate. Others were simply overwhelmed by the school forms, monthly bills, medical forms, and other detritus of everyday life. My blog, Organize 365, spawned a newsletter that attracted tens of thousands of devoted fans, then a hit podcast, and eventually a thriving business. Here's what I realized. Although people interested in decluttering can find plenty of videos, books, and other resources about how to get rid of extra clothes, housewares, and junk, no one was talking specifically about how to organize paper. And yet paper is one of the most common and anxiety-producing kinds of clutter that most of us have to deal with. Why is that? 